also always remember why you're going to the gym. You're doing your body and your future health a very big service by working out. Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast and welcome back to another Q&A session with me. You ask me your vegan fitness or nutrition related questions and I answer them on here in detail. And you probably know this, so let's start right into it. The first question is, it is said it is harder to gain muscle as a vegan. What to eat to compensate for less amino acids in vegan proteins? So in general, I want to say the muscle building principles are the same both for vegans and omnivores. You just have to eat in a slight caloric surplus, for most people at least, eat sufficient protein and progress in the gym, meaning your weights and reps going up so that you yeah, do more volume and yeah, expose your muscles to more volume so they can grow. And the thing is, in general, vegan foods contain all amino acids. That's a myth that some people think that vegan food just contains, I don't know, two or three of the essential amino acids. But in general, every single food has everything, has every single one of the amino acids. But the thing is, in vegan foods... They're mostly less, how do I say that? They're less amino acids in vegan foods. So if you compare seitan with chicken, for example, chicken has more amino acids in general. So that's why people think that vegans yeah, have it more difficult to build muscle on a vegan diet. But the thing is, if you eat a variety of foods, if you eat legumes, nuts, rice, um, grains, and yeah, seeds, everything, all the good stuff, then you get a variety of amino acids and you hit all the amino acids that you need in a day. So if you are fitness a fitness enthusiast and want to build muscle, you already know that you have to eat more protein than a sedentary person. My recommendation is 1.8 to 2 grams per kilogram of body weight. And if you achieve that number, it's almost impossible to not hit all the essential amino acids because who eats only seitan every single day? But if you only do that, then you may be deficient in some animal acids. So I always recommend yeah, to eat a variety of foods. I mean, everyone does that. No one only eats grains, for example. But that's my recommendation. Eat a variety of foods and choose foods that contain a lot of amino acids like quinoa, cashews, almonds, and maybe even buy a protein powder. So... You can make it easier for yourself. But in general, there's nothing to worry about. You may be getting less amino acid per meal. But if you combine different foods and if you eat a variety of foods, like I said, there's nothing to worry about. Hit your protein, progress in the gym, and you will gain a lot of muscle. No, Nothing to worry about. And let's do the next question. How to gain muscle without being without it being too much body fat. So in general, for building muscle, a caloric surplus is the way to go. You probably already know that. And a caloric surplus means you eat more than your body burns every single day. And if you eat more than you burn, your body puts on fat, basically. And a too high of a surplus, meaning let's say your TDE is at 2,000 calories. If you eat 2,500 or even more, you're just in a 500 plus calorie surplus and... That's just too much for your body to handle and it will, the body will store more fat. I mean, of course, you will build muscle. That's the reason uh, for a caloric surplus. You progress in the gym, you eat more than your body burns, so you have enough, the body has enough nutrients it can use to build muscle. But if you eat too much, you will build muscle and you will build a lot of fat. So the best way to go about this 
is to eat in a slight caloric surplus, meaning 200 to 300 calories over your TDE. This way you build the most amount of muscle possible and minimize fat gain because no one wants to be yeah to get fat and to have problems getting it off again. And there's no there's no difference between eating 300 calories in a surplus or 600. You're just getting more fat if you eat more, if that makes sense. And yeah, that's how you actually minimize body fat gain when being a surplus. And another question was, what are my current calories and macros for bulking? Um, like I said before, I'm currently in my bulking phase. Not not long to go, just one or two more weeks, then I will start my cut for summer. But right now, my calories are around 3,500 calories. My protein is around 190 to 200 grams. Um, my fat is around 77 to 97 and the rest of my calories are carbs, which are around 450 grams. But this always depends. I always have macro ranges, meaning if I eat more, if I know I will go out in, for dinner and want to have a more um, a meal that contains more fat, I will cut down on the carbs and vice versa. So yeah, that's my current yeah macro split. Another question was, which supplements do I take? I take B12 because every vegan needs B12. You can't really get it from food, so I just take it. Omega-3 coming from algae. Um, you can produce omega-3 on yourself. You have to get it from external sources, of course. And flax seeds and chia seeds are good omega-3 sources, but they just contain ALA, which first has to get converted into EPA and DHA, the thing that we want to get out of omega-3. So I'm just... Yeah, skipping that part of the conversion is just supplementing it with agar-based supplement, which already contains EPA and DHA in a much better to absorb version. The next supplement I take is vitamin D because you can only get it from the sun and in Germany there's not much, not a lot of sun going on, so I always take vitamin D. And in general there are studies showing that everyone can benefit from supplementing it, so I just recommend, yeah, in general just supplement with vitamin D. Then I also supplement with iodine, protein powder of course and sometimes BCAAs to boost my leucine and the occasional multivitamin or mineral because some days you're just very busy and you don't have time to eat a lot of veggies and you're not hitting the micronutrients. I mean this doesn't happen very often but if it does happen then I make sure to get a multivitamin in to make sure to hit all my micros. That's basically it. To my supplements, next question why are some people overweight even though they're on a plant-based diet and don't eat, eat that much fat? Because, yeah, the plant-based diet is very low on fat mostly. Like I mentioned before, if your caloric intake is too high, you will gain body fat. And you can basically eat 4,000 calories of bananas, which is a healthy food, and you will still gain weight and gain body fat. So calories really matter. Calories in versus calories out. That's why some people that switch to veganism are wondering, yeah, why am I gaining weight? Am I supposed to lose weight on a vegan diet? It doesn't work that way. It always depends on your caloric intake. And I have preached it a lot already. So yeah, that's the reason. How can The next question, how can we grow only one part of our body? Let's say the booty. Um, <laughs> of course, by training it, 
Um, for the booty and for other body parts, it's very important that you hit all the different parts of the muscle. The booty is a very big muscle in our body, like the back or the chest. And to hit it, the best you have to hit every single angle and choose different exercises doing that. So don't only do squats, which by the way, mostly activates your quads. Also do hip thrust, do donkey kicks. Do Romanian deadlifts, do back extensions, all the good stuff. That way you build your booty. But I have to say, I do recommend training your whole body, of course, because you want to develop a balanced body and be healthy until you're old. So always train the whole body. But if you want to develop a certain body part more, then of course focus on that part the most. If you want to build a big booty, then I recommend training it two to three times per week with different exercises and different intensity, like I said already. If you want to know more about that, just shoot me a message and I can help you out. No problem. Um, the next question is, what is my personal overview of the most nutritious breakfast, lunch, dinner, and making sure to get enough carbs, fats, protein, and calcium? So that's a big one. And um, I just want to start right into it. For breakfast... There's so many different variations, but the main thing I want you to do for breakfast, if you eat it, of course, try to eat a lot of fruit, because fruit is healthy, you know that, contains a lot of vitamins and minerals, and if you eat a lot of fruit in the morning, you don't have to worry about it later in the day, but I mean, of course, fruit is amazing, so you can always eat it, but that's the one thing I like to do in the morning, eat my kiwi eat my banana, eat my berries, and I'm already off to a good start. And they're also light on the stomach. Um, I really like to start with oats in the morning. They're very um, yeah, calorie-dense because I need the calories. Um, they have a lot of... Oats have a lot of protein. They satiate you a lot, which is amazing. And that's just my way to start the, my, my day. Yeah? I mean, you can also do intermittent fasting, but if you start with a nutritious breakfast, a smoothie with a lot of fruit, with uh, oats with a fat source, maybe some nuts, is already a very good start to the day and hits most of your protein and carbon needs already. That's my recommendation. Try to, try to start your day with carbs and protein so that you can use fat later on in the day. I mean, there's not many breakfast ideas that contain a lot of fat anyway, besides maybe a tofu scramble. So that's my recommendation. Start with carbs and protein and then go on with your day. Um, for meals in general, I have this kind of, how do you call it, building tool, you could say. Um, you always choose a carb source, for example, rice, quinoa, pasta, also beans and lentils, etc. Then we have the protein source, which are again beans, lentils, tofu, seitan. And then you have, very important, a fat source as well, tahini, avocado, hummus, or just nuts in general, or anything that contains fat. Um, that's just a basic meal of mine. This highly depends on your personal goal. If you're on a caloric deficit and on low calories, you probably will have some difficulty fitting in a lot of quinoa into your day and to hit your protein at the same time. So you gotta switch it up, of course, but those are very nutrient-dense foods. They contain a lot of iron, they contain a lot of different minerals, calcium as well. If you're struggling, struggling with calcium, maybe work with fortified milks or fortified tofu. Um, that's my way to go about it. And my fat sources in general are mostly 
in my snack section, I eat a lot of nuts, I eat a lot of seeds and nut butters as well. And tahini, of course, tahini is my one true love. And that's my way of getting my fats. Of course, don't forget to get your omega-3 fats from the supplement and from chia seeds and flax seeds. And that way you will get a very balanced day. You still have to go to chronometer.com and put in your day. I don't think I can tell you right now how much of this food you have to eat to get a whole day of vitamin E needs. But yeah, that's a basic day of mine and my approach to meals. So that should already help you a lot. Um, what's the next question? Next question is, I usually have soy or gluten for my protein intake. Do you think I should change either one? So soy or gluten basically means um, tofu, mostly edamame, and for the gluten, mostly seitan and grains, for example. In general, don't change that, but switch it up a bit. Like I said before, eating a variety of plant foods is the way to go to hit all the essential amino acids. So also include nuts, also include legumes. I mean, of course, soy is legume, you could say, but um, yeah, also eat beans and lentils and maybe yeah, take some protein powder as well. So don't only eat soy and gluten. That way you will limit your, yeah, limit your gains because you don't get a lot of the amino acids. And yes, next question, what would be your go-to breakfast for someone that sits behind a desk for eight hours? Um, let me think... Like I said before, I think oats or porridge in general is an amazing start into the day. And for you, very important, if you sit behind a desk for eight hours and have a lot of work to do and are busy and don't have time to actually go out or to prep food beforehand, oats are amazing because they are so satisfying if you eat, let's say, 50 to 100 grams of oats with fruit, with protein powder, with flax seeds, you are very satisfied for the next few hours. I experienced it myself and that's a good way to start about it, in my opinion. Um, there's different breakfast options, of course, but I wouldn't recommend starting just with toast or cereal because that doesn't satisfy you at all. And at the same time, you won't be able to perform as good because yeah, your brain runs on good, healthy food. That's why I recommend oats and fruit. Let's go. <laughs> What's the next question? What's your opinion on 24-hour fasts? So my opinion on the whole thing is it's an interesting topic and I do encourage to do occasional 24-hour fasts because of the numerous health benefits, of course. But I have to admit, I haven't really done it myself besides two years ago when I did intermittent fasting a lot. And I think sometimes I did reach 20 to 24 hours of fasting. Um because I was just very extreme with it and I really liked it. But in general, always consult with your doctor if if it fits your body and if it fits yourself, because it can be very dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. So yeah, always educate yourself first before doing them. But I do think they are very healthy and awesome to do. Another fasting question was about fasting. I read it's not sustainable for female metabolism um that's nothing i have heard of actually um there, i think there's a sweet spot for for females or for women for fasting 14 hours is the best in my opinion if you go more than that it can have some adverse effects but it always depends on the woman you can't really generalize it 
but definitely check out Lean Gains. Um, he's the guy that basically invented the 16-8 um, Lean Gains fasting method, with the, which is intermittent fasting, like half of a day, and then having an eating window of 18 hour, of eight hours, for example. And he recommends 14 hours to be the sweet spot for women. But you have to check it out for yourself. That's my personal recommendation. Next question. How to not be self-conscious and hate myself around all the other guys in the gym? The guy is uh, constantly getting stared at because he's skinny, because he's gay, he said. And I just want to say that you have to remember that everyone is very focused on themselves. You probably know that if you are in a gym, I also experience it. I'm so focused on myself. I'm so in love with myself, you could say. I'm so in the zone. Of course, I notice other people, but I don't really judge them. I mean, I'm even encouraging them in my mind because I think that's awesome, man. He's very skinny, but he's getting in the gym. He's so far ahead of the people that don't even go. And of course, there are some stairs and I don't know the feeling. I mean, of course, I was skinny as well when I started, but it didn't, I didn't really focus on, on all, the, all the views I got, actually. And what maybe helps is going with a friend um, that encourages you, that gives you some tips, that just works out with you so you're distracted from all the views. And also always remember why you're going to the gym. You're doing your body and your future health a very big service by working out. And if you keep that in mind, yeah, you will just have an inner drive to go to the gym and say, fuck them, fuck everyone who thinks I'm skinny and just go through with it. But if it's really getting too much for you, I want to give a practical, practical advice as well. If it's getting too much for you to handle, then I will recommend starting with calisthenics or with a home workout where you can build a solid muscle base, basically, so you can feel more comfortable in your body and then maybe start going to the gym if this really does work for you. But like I said, I mean, I was skinny myself. I was very tall and very skinny. I was weighing like 70 kilos at 190 height. So I was hella skinny and I just went with a friend who introduced me. Um, and yeah, I just did my thing and didn't really care what others were saying. I was mostly just judging myself um, I had enough trouble with judging myself, so didn't have time for other ones. But that's my tip for you. Definitely go to the gym. It's so healthy for you and you will get there. Like give it one to two years and you will have an amazing body that you can be proud of. And yeah, that's the way to go about it. And that's already it for the Q&A session. I hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the questions. Always, um, It's always a blast to answer them. Of course, I hope you like the episode if you liked it don't forget to rate me on itunes it really helps the podcast grow and thank you for listening hope you will have a nice day we hear us on thursday